0: Guests on Monday night are not affiliated with CWM LLC. Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC and SEC-registered investment advisor.
1: I like to say if you equate what we do to maybe a human body, um, the architect will work on the clothes and uh, the hair and uh, all that, and we do the bones. So most of the time our stuff gets covered up, but it's still important.
0: It's time for the Money Night Podcast with Certified Financial Planner, Wade Chessman.
2: Welcome to this week's episode of the Money Night Podcast. I'm Wade Chessman, Certified Financial Planner, Certified Kingdom Advisor. It's great to be with you this week. This week, uh, you may notice no Ben George, no no co-host. Where's Ben? Ben took the week off, he's probably watching football. I decided I'd try to do something myself for once and have a special guest, you know, try something a little bit different. You know, one of the initiatives we wanted to do is bring in some business owners, some successful ones. Couldn't find any, so I got Dave. No, just kidding. I wanted to bring in some successful business owners and find out a little bit more about their background and what they've learned over the years. So with me today is David Parkin. Welcome, Dave.
1: Thank you, Wade. Good morning.
2: <laughs> yeah, great to have you with us today. So I wanted to start off, first of all, just thanking you for being here. I really appreciate it. Uh, I think people will be interested to hear, you know, they look at people that own businesses and they think, oh, wouldn't it be nice to be there? And how, how do they go about doing that? And they just kind of think they just showed up one day and it all began. But, you know, and I know from knowing you all these years that that's not the case. Tell tell us a little bit about uh, your business and what do you guys do?
1: Well, we're a structural engineering firm. We perform structural engineering services. And um, predominantly, we our clients are architects, okay. sometimes uh, developers, sometimes builders, but predominantly architects. So I like to say if you equate what we do to maybe a human body, um, the architect will work on the clothes and uh, the hair and uh, all that. And we do the bones. So most of the time our stuff gets covered up, but it's still important.
2: Yeah. If you don't have the bones, the the body falls apart. Yeah. I know you've told me stories before about jobs that you guys have done that had you not done a couple of things, walls would have fallen down and things like that. (laughs) What did you do, Dave? You know, I met you a long time ago. I've known you a long time, but what did you do before you started the business? How did it, I know it just didn't show up one day. How? Tell me a little bit about the progression, you know, what where, were where, you doing before and that sort of thing?
1: Yeah, I graduated, got, uh, um, after I graduated from Oregon State, got my master's at A&M and then went to work here at Texas A&M, then went to work here in outside the Houston area and just project engineer, just ground up, field, going to the field all the time and just, Slowly developing the engineering skills and all different aspects of it, like that. So then eventually you left, right? The um, and you, big you business. Went, went out on your own, yes. So you know, I always had um, always somewhat had um, the inkling to do that, and I think it's because uh, my father was a business owner, and so I saw that played out, and that's what was modeled. My father in law was a business owner and a big influence on me. And so I saw that played out. So I almost think from day one, it was in the back of my mind from the first day I was on a job site after graduation that I was going to be a business owner. It just was kind of part of my DNA. So,
2: okay. So you're working as a project engineer and then one day you just said, okay, I'm going to go out and do my own thing. Tell me how that it, looked, what that looked like. Yeah.
1: So, um, you know, I would end up doing uh, little bitty jobs here and there for different people away from my business. And a lot of it was through my father-in-law who was doing a uh, different small little, he's a civil engineer, but then I would end up doing some of the structure for the bank or the school and different things like that. And so that eventually became a client basis for me. I also worked as a structural engineer at an architectural firm for several years. And uh, what happens at an architectural firm is you're working alongside of architects who then end up leaving that industry or that business going out on their own, and I've got a built-in client base there. And those two things, uh, I looked up one day and I just said, I think I have enough clients that if I get started tomorrow, I can make a living at this. And I did. And my wife was disappointed because my office was at home. So, (laughs) (laughs) But But okay, your office was at home, but then you moved over in
2: Lake Highlands. Yeah. And then it kind of, tell me a little bit about that progression. Went on
1: from there, yeah. Worked out of the house for about six months. Got a little office over in Lake Highlands. And that's when I met you, as Mm -hmm. a matter of fact. Did that for a couple of years and met my current business partners. And uh, we were all kind of working together and helping each other. And I finally, I went to them and said, hey, let's, let's put this together and make this one conglomerate effort. And we did. That's awesome. So how long have you guys been in business now? 21 years
2: point well, that's something that's saying something that it is, really
1: is, is saying something
2: now i know it's not always fun so get, maybe tell me a story that was maybe kind of a low point while you were building the business and then we don't want to end on low so maybe we'll talk about a high point but i know you like stories dave so give me some give me a story about kind of maybe the bad times and the good times
1: oh well so i guess the bad times So, like I said, I had uh, two business partners, and one of them had ended up having some personal issues and happened to step out to step out of the business. And that was difficult to have him leave, disruptive, um, hard to watch him in somewhat of a destructive fashion. So that was uh, that was kind of a difficult time. And uh, yeah, good times, I guess. uh, You know, I think about the early days that we had, and those were uh, very, you know, enjoyable as far as all of us being together when there was four to six to seven people, and you ate lunch together almost every day, and mm-hmm. you almost didn't have to have coordination meetings because you were together oh, you're every just yelled day. out your front you' just yelled out yeah. your door right Yeah uh, those were I think really really good times so right.
2: you know I know right now as we speak, t- times are a little more challenging you're starting to see a slowdown Of course, you've lived through other slowdowns in the past, So what do you see for the future of your business and the business in general that you're in yeah
1: for us it started um it depends on you know what classification of work we're doing whether it's multifamily or uh retail or office or or warehouse or anything like that there are still portions of our business that are going gangbusters our particular world is slowing down a little bit right now and uh, i think we'll have a little bit of a pause um and then you know you've seen in the past and it'll happen and uh inventory or, you know, you'll end up with a backlog of needs and then we'll end up spending a handful of years trying to catch up again. And that's a good thing.
2: So it's like the traditional business cycle, right? Yeah. The key is to be able to get through those and be, come out on the other side. So, you know, you've owned your business for 21 years. What advice would you give to other business owners that may be listening?
1: I guess don't be afraid to fail and uh, get ready for a, a roller coaster ride. Right. Um, <laughs> um, a mentor of mine said when I went to him and said, I want to go on, go to business for myself. He said, uh, he asked me one question and that is, do you have the stomach for it? All right. And you got to look in the mirror and decide that you got to look in the, and decide if you uh, your family is strong enough for it. You know, I have a very strong spouse, very supportive spouse. Right, and you do and that's made a huge difference over the years. And I was able to answer yes to that question, and so I dove in. So
2: Yeah, it's been great. I know it hasn't been all fun and games, but it seems it's really worked out well. Okay, so if you're talking to young Dave, young crazy Dave, <laughs> what, what advice would you give to yourself?
1: <laughs> don't answer the door when Wade knocks. <laughs> the very but first besides time. that. Oh, yeah. No, um, you know, um, I would say maybe don't be afraid to say no sometimes to clients. Because I think at times we um, tend to overextend ourselves a little bit, because you're pretty convinced as a young business owner that the next job will be your last. Right. But it's not the case. And so you end up uh, kind of running yourself a little bit ragged early on. And I think uh, you would love to have the wisdom to know which one is the one to say no to and which one isn't. But uh, you just got to trust your gut. But I think that to win the war and maybe lose a battle or two along the way is okay.
2: Yeah. I like that because yeah, you, you, anybody that breathes, you think, well, I got to help them no matter what, but sometimes they're not a good fit. Yeah. I agree. Ends up taking more time. Okay. So obviously this is called the money night podcast. It's about money and making smart choices about your money. So uh, what advice would you give as relates to your, just your personal finance, Uh, your own financial planning, and and maybe specifically to business owners?
1: Well, um, of course, as an engineer, just conservative by nature. So probably that plays into my financial strategy as well. Probably would, I've not ever had any debt. Yeah. And that's been been a good thing for us. It's been a good fit for me and my business partners. Helps me sleep at night. It helps you get through the
2: bad times too, because, you know, if you have debt, you become a slave to the lender and you look at companies that haven't been able to make it through these rough business cycles, you know, like you hear about them on the news. It's usually companies that are saddled with debt.
1: So I think that's a wise choice. Yeah. So, and then we've always had a good nest egg set aside as well so that we can weather some, some tough stretches. So, right. um, yeah, so that, that might be the advice I, I give. It fits me personally, but I know a lot of people don't adhere to that, and, and there's times that probably I could have been more aggressive, but you have to look at your own um, personality and fit the level of um, risk that you want to take, which yeah, is that makes sense.: I've learned from you as well, so it's important. so
2: It is. I do think though, everybody, no matter what your personality is, those two things should work at least. Maybe not avoid debt. We're not called to avoid it, but it's we want to be careful about it. And the nature of your business is very cyclical. And we've talked about this many times. You know, you can't, if you live right here, right where at the top of your spending power, you don't give yourself any flexibility in case bad times come and they always will come. And then eventually, like you said, the bad times will everybody'll have all this pent-up demand and then things will take off again. All right. Do you got any books that you would recommend? You know, business books, financial books that you've read over the years that have helped been helpful to you?
1: Well, you might find this one interesting, but so I've not really I've not really been that much of a reader as far as financial things go. Yeah. Like that, most of my stuff I've reached out to people either peers or um, that I've gotten a lot of mentoring from other business owners. Uh, that own mechanical firms, civil engineering firms, yourself, and just, you know, hey, I'm in this situation, and what have you seen, and what have you done like that? But I would say one book that did affect me that I read a good bit ago, and it's not a business book, but it's about people, and it's The Five Love Languages. Oh, yeah, I've been reading that per your recommendation. I found it really interesting. I've read it multiple times because, uh, Uh, us type A personalities that just charge ahead, forget that um, other people view the same exact words in in different ways. The same expression can be heard in five different ways. And um, that's been very helpful to me to maybe slow down and take a breath and stop and think about how I want to say something to somebody so that they're not, I don't break their spirit or I motivate them or yeah, they don't feel like they're being bullied and that sort of thing. It's it's that's been very very helpful for me. Yeah, that's so, great. I mean, yeah. not all the
2: it's, you know, a lot of the stuff that we read, or if you think about business, it's it is about relationships. Yeah, it is about dealing with other people. And instead of reading a book about finance, sometimes it makes more sense just to read about people because that's what it all boils down to. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks, Dave.
1: Yes, sir. Thank yeah.
2: you, Wayne. That concludes this week's episode of the Monday Night Podcast. Something a little bit different, but as always, you know, feel free to give us a call, 214-572-2120. Dave, if somebody needs engineering, you know, they're building something, they're building an apartment complex, how do they get a hold of you?
1: They would get on our website, uh, www.connectstructural.com. And uh, all of our emails are there and our phone number there as well. And um, we'd love to help them out. That's great. All right. That's, I'm going to wrap
2: it up. Thank you so much. And we'll see you guys next time.